today I wanted to talk a little bit about my own personal spiritual journey so that you have a better idea of where I'm coming from and why Earthwalker was created. I grew up in the suburbs of Salt Lake City, Utah. Utah is famously known for being a very conservative, religious community run by the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, who are also known as Mormons. However, I grew up not Mormon. My family was not religious. My family was a lot more focused around science, logic, facts, things that you could prove with hard evidence. Religion was something that we did talk about around our dinner table from time to time. Religion of all sorts. However, spirituality wasn't always a topic of conversation. Probably the closest that we ever got was reveling in the awe of nature, hiking in the mountains, and having deep conversations about the stars and the universe when we would be camping in the desert growing up. My family did have a respect and a reverence for nature that was instilled in me at an early age. But as far as talking about it from a spiritual context, that wasn't really something that happened. Not because it was frowned upon or anything like that. It just wasn't a topic of conversation. Growing up in a spiritual community while not being a part of that community created a very deep emptiness within myself as a young lady. So as a child, to satiate that hunger, I did what any good scientist would do. I researched. I learned. I searched for answers. So much so that on my 18th birthday, I actually got baptized. Ironically, not in the Mormon church, but in a non-denominational Christian church. I think at that time, what I was really looking for was a sense of community, belonging, I wanted to be a part of people who understood what it meant to feel connected to something bigger than themselves. At the time, gay marriage was a pretty large issue throughout the country. And a couple of months after I got baptized, I had a friend who was gay. He committed suicide. He belonged in a Mormon family. And it weighed really heavy on my heart that his family and his church couldn't accept him for who he was. This was something that I was not okay with being affiliated with. Any organization who couldn't take care of everyone wasn't something I wanted to be a part of. So that's when I kind of left organized religion and its restraining picture frame, trying to view a larger picture from a different perspective.
but I didn't know where to go. I didn't know what to do. So I just kind of moved on, trying to remain open. A couple years go by. I'm in college. I'm taking a yoga class because of an injury that had plagued me for years. I even had gone to physical therapy to try and heal this with no luck. Yoga was kind of my last-ditch effort. What couldn't have been healed in years was healed in a matter of months doing yoga. I was astounded. This was probably the closest thing I had ever witnessed to a miracle. It also helped me see the broader perspective between body and mind. So I did what any good scientist would do. I did some research. I remember the day that I learned about chakras, energy centers in the body, but also so much more. I recognized that I had gotten to a point where I needed a little bit more help than what just the internet could provide. So I signed up for a introductory yoga teacher training course. And of course, my professor who taught it was the most intense and eccentric yogi I had ever met and to this day. She told many stories of auras and energy and seeing people's futures. And coming from my scientific brain, it was really hard for me to swallow all this woo-woo stuff. But she had studied with a guru in India for 15 years, so I knew that she knew her stuff and that she had a lot to teach me. So I kept going to class, and I kept learning all that I could. And then one day, I showed up to class, and we were doing a meditation circle. We sat in a circle for about an hour, just chanting, Om, Om, over and over and over again. That led me to have the most profound experience Looking back on it, I realized that this was my first connection with my own spirit. I remember at the time, I didn't understand that. I was just completely overwhelmed. But I felt the confirmation, that connection to something more. That thing that was bigger than myself that I had been searching and yearning for, I had finally connected with it. I had a lunch date with my mom right after that class, and I remember she picked me up. And I was so overwhelmed, I I couldn't do very much more than just cry and try to blubber about this insane experience I had just had. She herself was overwhelmed. I cried throughout the whole lunch in the restaurant, not really caring what other people were thinking around me because it had rocked me to my core. What once was a small flame had just been doused with gasoline. I needed 
more. I wanted more. So I finished the rest of my teacher training courses simply for the gaining of knowledge, really. I had learned as much as I could about mindfulness and meditation and started my own meditation practice, searching for that connection, that experience of something greater than myself. More years passed. I'm still remaining open, keeping that candle lit for something more, something deeper. I finally meet a friend who invites me to the healing circles led by his medicine man every week. So many times it did not work with my schedule. I couldn't go. This was the perfect example of when the student is ready, the teacher will come. I thanked my friend every week for inviting me and I asked him to keep inviting me. Week after week passed. I was finally able to go after about nine months of him inviting me. When I met my medicine man, he explained to me that all were welcome, regardless of your religious background, your spiritual beliefs, or lack thereof. Everyone belonged. He explained that all people sit around the same fire. While one person might say that fire is named Jesus, another might say it is named Allah. Some may say the universe, God, love, the almighty cheese, whatever nomenclature people had, essentially we were all looking at the same center. And everybody got a piece of the pie, but nobody got a piece of the whole pie. He explained to me that we, as mortal beings, with our limited ability for understanding, couldn't possibly put parameters on the entirety of what Great Spirit was, or the Great Mystery. This resonated with me so deeply. Someone who finally understood that there was a little bit of truth in all religions, But it wasn't the complete truth. The humility to acknowledge our limited understanding. Trying to put a leash on something that was so limitless. This I could get behind. It also helped that from the perspective that he was teaching me was teaching me of Mother Earth. This was something I resonated with, spending all that time in reverence with nature growing up as a kid. I could get behind this. He also was someone, he was a psychologist before he became a medicine man. The marriage of my budding spiritual self that was yearning to grow with somebody who had a background, a foundation with science, logic, psychology, all of these things that I had been growing up learning. 
It was a perfect match. So I dove in head first. I learned everything that I possibly could. I took to it like a duck in water. At the beginning, it wasn't about connecting with my spirit. It was simply about a healing journey. I wanted to find greater peace. I wanted to feel more whole. I wanted to be free of the imbalance and the dis-ease that I had been feeling throughout my life. So I learned as much as I could. I studied with him every single week, religiously. And then, about six months into working with my medicine man, I had a dream that would change my life forever. I am in the desert, copper sandstone cliffs hugging a vast contour of blushed sand freckled with fresh sage. My white linen dress caressing the ground like fingers on a lover's cheek. My bare feet cradled by the soft, cool sand as I meander slowly through the maze of lush sagebrush. The open span of my palms kissing the soft leaves. It's the quiet hush of dawn, the sky bruised in purple and blue, the light of the rising sun softly washing everything in watercolor hues. The sacred hush of my strolling was stopped short as my attention halted on a woman sitting cross-legged in the sea of sage. Sitting down, she was as big as a house. Something in my mind whispered knowingly, that's Mother Earth. I rushed to see her, crawling up her tree trunk legs to lie in her lap her earthen brown dress cradling me like a hammock as I lay on my back and look up at her smiling face. Her skin was brown and supple like wet clay, her face round and wide like the moon with features reminiscent of natives. Her amber brown eyes were piercingly present, but her gaze was kind, her smile so warm. I softened into her lap, feeling her love pour into every cell like honey. Her long, dark hair, trailing like vines, brushed my face as she looked down at me, radiating unconditional love. Being with her was like coming home. Her energy was disarming. I felt so comforted and completely surrendered into ecstatic peace in her sunny embrace. She brushed my forehead and the sides of my face, like only mothers can. It felt like she was reaching down to my very heart. We sat there for a moment. I was speechless, but no words were necessary. Finally, she spoke. Rebecca, my daughter, it is time. I am calling on you to be my priestess. At the time, I didn't understand the significance of the dream. I just thought it was a cool dream. Although it was more vivid 
than any other dream I'd had before and the energy of it stuck with me for many, many days afterwards. The next day, I did meet with my medicine man at our weekly healing circle. I told him of the dream and a big smile spread across his face. He asked me what I felt. I told him I felt happy, at peace, grounded, and full. And he asked me, do you know when you've become a healer? I shook my head no. He said, when people come to you for help. That's it. He then explained that he thought this day would be coming sooner than he thought. But the Divine Mother always knows best. When he asked me if this was something that I wanted, smiling gently, I, I, I told him, I think so. He just so happened to bring his feathers that day. He told me that his guides told him he would need to bring them to the circle that day, not knowing why. I'm going to give you a blessing for you being called to this path. However, it's not a blessing you need, for your calling comes straight from the Source itself, the Divine Mother of all. I stood in the middle of the circle, spreading my arms out wide, tears glistening in his eyes, my medicine man sang a sacred medicine song as he gently and slowly passed the feathers across my arms, atop my head and face, along my back and my heart. I felt a glowing within, a calm knowing, and a subtle shift. I then my medicine man gave me some parting advice. I will give you the wisdom that I was given when I was called to this path by my teacher. Walking the path of a healer, shaman, medicine person, priestess, it means you have to always be willing to leave the world behind. I had no idea that lesson would be taught to me over and over again. I was clueless as to how accepting my calling deep into my heart would change the course of my life forever. A gentle whisper of divine inspiration would open me up to a whole new world of possibilities and a magical way of life full of pain, challenges, heartbreak, as well as joy, peace, and wholeness that I could never have conceived for myself. It is a path that I am grateful to walk further down every passing day. It is also the reason of the creation of Earthwalker Wellness Collective. I know that every step on this winding path is one rich with purpose. I also know it can be difficult to feel as though you are stumbling around in the dark. I created Earthwalker Wellness Collective to create a community for people who are trying to find self-empowerment 
along their journey. Whatever that may look like, there are no wrong answers. But there is always multitudes of support along the way. Thank you for listening to my story. If you have questions or are looking for answers of your own, I'm always a listening ear and happy to share whatever knowledge and teachings that I have been graciously given along this path of abundant, heartfelt wholeness. May you be well and be blessed on your pathway, fellow Earthwalkers. Thank you.